Akko finally finds out the truth, but was it worth the wait? Is Shiny Chariot really a dubious ne'er-do-well? Welcome back to the Land of Magic. Reach out, and our after show will begin. It's the Little Witch Academia after show on AfterBuzz TV, and it starts right now. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. <laughs> Such sadness. Sad. There's a little bit of sadness to be told. I mean, yeah. luckily, by the end of these episodes, we're feeling a little bit better. There's a lot of crying. There's a lot of emotions. Uh, welcome to the world of emotions. Uh, here on AfterBuzz TV, we're talking Little Witch Academia episodes 23, nope, 22, 22. and 23. I can count. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, and it's Mark B. Donica. You can find me on Twitter at Mark B. Donica. Joined by my fellow host, Stacey Shuttleworth. Hi, guys. I'm Stacey Shuttleworth. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Stacey Shuttles. And Rachel Goodman. Hi, guys. I'm Rachel. You can find me on Instagram or Twitter at Rachel Goodman or on Facebook at Rachel and Goodman. It's the beginning of the end. We've made it. We got two more episodes to go, so you people who are watching live in chat... Keep it to yourselves. Please. We've come so far. The closest thing that we've gotten to a spoiler is a couple of things that he's been said during the the first half of the episodes. You got better. We appreciate it. Uh, And then also, we got a comment uh, on one of our last videos saying, Hey, I can't wait to see how they think of the twist, which is not how you say that in a public comment. Unless we already got to the twist. Yes. Unless you know that we watched it all, which we did, and we're watching it piece by piece. That's like, oh, I can't wait for them to see what happens in the next episode. That's how you say that, not giving away that there's a twist. <laughs> but there was, there was a twist, oh boy. But yeah. uh, we're going to get there. Let's start with things we said today. It started out with, I have to tell Akko everything. And the hype began instantly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it is happening. happening. <laughs> so it starts with Akko has to know, and then we go to our boy Andrew, who still got Akko's hat from their uh, not unwelcome, but their their un- unexpected uh, uh, meeting when they visited uh, the Diana's family's compound. Uh, but ultimately, uh, Andrew sends the message through Diana. Diana ends up meeting up with uh, the rest of the team. We find out that Akko's in the room with Ursula. Something's about to happen. Uh, yeah. Top of this episode, a whole bunch of stuff is going on. How did y'all feel? They're, they're throwing a lot of, of possible like stuff at us mm-hmm. to deal with. Uh, and, ooh, yeah, there was, there's, a lot to pro- <laughs> there's a lot to process going on. It's like, well, we're almost to the end. Where are we going? Like, mm-hmm. What are we dealing with now? <laughs> yeah. What, uh, what could they bring up with so, many, with so few episodes left? Mm-hmm. So I kind of figured that it was going to go in a different direction, especially when we got to the emotion cubes and the anger cubes. Mm. I had this idea that they could actually create more anger than what they were doing. So that's kind of what I thought was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, um, I expected once... Um, well, I knew that something was going to happen before Ursula slash Chariot was actually going to be able to reveal the mm-hmm. truth. But I kind of, once we saw Andrew, I expected it would be more an episode with him and not just, here's Andrew, okay, goodbye. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Silla Zero in chat, who I don't think has ever commented live, so welcome, says, the pain! Which <laughs> story. I guess we'll get yeah. there. Uh, we find out, so this entire series we find out that, that Chariot knows what the seventh word is, word is, but the search stopped before she had a chance to invoke it and and reawaken uh, this new world of magic that we've been hearing about this entire season, uh, but she knows the word, Panchir Shirilla, is and the answer lies in your heart. 
If you couldn't get more anime than that, <laughs> here we are. We have gone full anime. Yeah. <laughs> Believe in yourself. Uh, and the moment that... Uh, Akko, there's something else I have to tell you. Boom. Oh, there you are. I have a message from Andrew. What? Okay. Andrew ruining everything. As, he needs it now. As he, no. I need to meet with you right now. Also, it looked like nighttime. Maybe they just didn't show us windows, so we couldn't mm-hmm. tell. But I thought it was nighttime. I assumed it I thought was nighttime it was at too. first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because didn't they show Ursula? Maybe, maybe some time has passed. But in the beginning, when Ursula was saying, "I have to tell Akko everything," it looked like it was night to me. Yeah, and that was, mm-hmm. and that seemed to me like it was establishing, like the time for the rest of the day. But yeah. then right. it's in the middle of, uh, it's in the middle of the day when she ends up meeting with Andrew in the middle of town. Three o'clock, right? Like, yeah, yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Like, uh, so, uh, Lotte and Susie take her because, of course, she still can't fly. But she she ends up meeting with Andrew. Uh, oh, totally missed. Diana ends up staying with Chariot. Yeah. Yes. I Diana thought, got business. Yeah. I thought she was hey. gonna... Girl, I got some questions. <laughs> <laughs> and by questions, I mean I know what's going on, yeah. and I just need you to confirm yeah. it here. <laughs> I'm going to try not to freak out. <laughs> I'm not fangirling right now. It's fine. It's uh, fine. <laughs> I was, uh, we'll get there. But, uh, yeah, now we've got the, the meeting, with, the quote meeting with Andrew Anako. How did you think this was going to go down versus how it did? So this is kind of where I thought the cubes were going to come into play mm-hmm. and that Andrew and Akko were going to get kind of like wrapped up in the mess that uh, Croy Craw was doing so mm-hmm. I thought they were gonna kind of I thought Akko was gonna run toward the crowd mm-hmm. she was gonna be one of the victims in this cube situation mm-hmm. and Andrew was gonna follow her and that they would all get wrapped up and then that would be the problem because the main character would now be really super angry and it would be like you know angry Akko <laughs> Why would that be something to yeah. see? Hulk Akko. Man. She was running, trying to... She caught the cube. I thought yeah. it was going to do something to her. <laughs> yeah, it seemed like the, those were... We don't necessarily know how they work. They're they're not... They can't really take form unless Croy allows them to. Because uh, yeah. apart from that, they're just vessels of data. They're essentially floating mm-hmm. USB drives uh, that can't take any sort of a shape. Um, now... I mentioned at the top of the show, which wasn't too long from now, there's something that really frustrated me about this episode. Yeah. And it took place during this conversation. Of all of the people, now I know they've been been building sort of a a type of a relationship, a rapport throughout the entirety of their knowing each other, but of all of the people for Akko to listen to when it comes to you're living in Chariot Shadow. You need to be your own person. You need to follow your own heart. You can't be constantly living uh, with the idea that you're going to be exactly like this person. Mm-hmm. Andrew was the one that got through? Maybe. He, see, I don't know. I kind of didn't think he did 100%. I think... Yeah, she didn't, she didn't necessarily, like, stop and take it to heart. She's sort of, like, mm-hmm. laughing. Like, they, but they, sh- they got to share a good moment as a result of it. Yeah. Right. But it was still... She hasn't taken that pause with anybody else Mm -hmm. it's always like you're just making fun of me because i like chariot as opposed to this where it's like 
you have a point. Yeah. Now you have a point. But see... Well, then check this. And yeah, whatever. <laughs> I still didn't think... I kind of figured Chariot would still be her hero mm-hmm. and that she wouldn't quite get the memo and the message that you shouldn't live in someone else's shadows. Sure. But mm-hmm. I kind of felt like she was at least acknowledging that someone could be right, but it didn't mean that she 100% believed it and that her actions would show that she now believed it. Until <laughs> what we get to next. <laughs> oh boy! No. Uh, but but, Stacey, did you, how did you feel about I that? Mean, that I think they've been setting up this interesting parallel. I mean, we have a lot of parallels between Akko and Diana, and a lot of things going on there. But also a parallel between Akko and Andrew as to mm. how they look. I mean, Akko is living in Chariot's shadow. She's following behind her, not really trying to do her own thing necessarily. And we've seen little glimpses of it. I don't know if they they fleshed this out as much as they could have to mm-hmm. make it a more meaningful moment, but of Andrew doing the same thing with his father and being constantly told, you know, no, you do the same thing, you act exactly as I act. So, in a way, it was more of a lesson for him. Yeah. Like, he got more out of it, yeah. I think, in the end. Speaking of him, he's changing so much. He laughed! He, yeah. yeah. He's showing a right? different emotion yeah. other than indifference. And just oh. the fact that even when we saw him with his father and how he said, well... Akko would tell me that I should have spoken up for myself. Mm-hmm. And the mm-hmm. fact that he's acknowledging this at all and that he seems like he is just generally um, a happier, more accepting person, especially when it comes to magic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that that's the point of that scene was that he's changing, right. not so much her. I mean, maybe a little bit, but I think his change is so much greater. And that's why they wanted to show us that, to show us how he's... okay. I can see that, and and a, some folks in chat are saying so as well. Uh, Monsi, uh, Andrew does li- does live in his father's shadow, so I guess he knows what he's talking about. Uh, and Jason Potter, I think it comes across more clear coming from Andrew, who is being groomed to grow up in his father's shadow. But at the same time, we also have Diana. Right, who is, I mean, they're all in a very similar kind of mm-hmm. situation, how they're growing up. But for some reason, yeah, Andrew is the one who gets this. But I, I would say compared to Diana and Andrew, Akko is choosing to mm-hmm. do so and, yeah. and they may right. be acknowledging her freedom to choose so quote so to speak they have they have the same abilities but they're they, they've been raised to not necessarily acknowledge that they have that choice right um so yeah i okay that that helped a lot i'm glad we talked about it well and the most interesting thing too is the very final thing that andrew says almost like an afterthought you just have to believe in yourself yeah, right, like he was taking that away, and like, he was alone. Mm-hmm. So this—that's mm-hmm. his moment. Like, okay, exactly what I said to Akko. I need to believe in that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't give advice that you can't follow itself. Uh, you can't follow yourself. And uh, the the fun thing about this is that Akko, being ooh shiny as she is, like, hey, it's one of those cubes. Okay, bye. Doesn't even grab her hat. Doesn't even say goodbye. <laughs> Force of See nature, Akko, man. Immediately, yeah. Immediately changes focus. There them, she goes. Then Croy cubes. Uh, Akko sees them, sees them flying up to Croy. Is like, yo, professor, you're in danger. And she's like, evil time. <laughs> her sweet soul for like not suspecting yeah. her immediately. She's like, oh no, these are a problem. She was so cool. The the metal slab in her lab was so comfortable. I didn't suspect a thing. No, not at all. Why would you? Oh, this so, so much, so like we got, we got an evil monologue, like the photo, full declaration of what, what Croy is planning. Uh, she wants to absorb everyone's negative emotions in order to create an alternate energy. Now, if you think about that, that doesn't sound completely crazy. No. 
and then and then if I'm absorbing people's negative energy then they're not going to have that negative energy and everybody's going to be happy right that was the assumption that I was working off of originally or yeah yeah except <laughs> except, <laughs> they, except the evil part yeah you know um, <laughs> so uh, Akko then like responds with uh, no, we're supposed to use magic to make people happy, not to looking down at the mob that's going to war over a football game, which is still really silly. It's well, I mean, soccer rights are a real thing, football rights are, are a real thing, but no nation has gone over to war over the decision of a game. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I don't know if that's sort of a message of. Like what nations freak out about these days, if if that's even a message about that, or if it's or if it's simply just something that is getting something simple that's getting out of hand. Mm-hmm. Um, but but what did y'all think of of Croy's evil moment in the sun? Well, I, again, she kind of brought it back to Chariot. She's like, well, you know, when Akko's talking about how you should use magic to make people feel happy, Croy's first response was, well, yeah. Chariot said the same thing, and look how that worked out for her. <laughs> Basically, like, well, evil wins the day. She, Yeah, well, and she knows where to hit Akko in the weak uh, spots, too. And, <laughs> boy, when she decides to uh, reveal herself, she doesn't skimp on uh, on the evil. And, I, and how she goes back to that calculating uh, person with goggles and ramen in, the, in her <laughs> lab by going, that's it for the free lesson, and die. And sends a giant anger cube beast at her. Without any hesitation. Nope. Just like, I'm going to send monsters after you now. Yep. Good luck, kid. Whatever the plan was, whether it was to eliminate her or to draw out more fear and panic to then power up even more, or to bring out Chariot, which mm-hmm. it totally did, blasts in, red hair a-flowing, Twitchako has a moment, wait a minute. Hold on. Wait a minute. Ursula? <laughs> and it's <laughs> and this is not this is not how we wanted it to be. No. No. Rocco finds out that Ursula's chariot doesn't even have a moment to to relish in it because death is it's like over that right over there. Uh, man, and then it gets even more evil. Uh. The I assume this is the twist that we were clued in upon. Uh, we find out about the dream fuel spirit. Which is a form of magic that turns people's dreams into more magical energy. Croy revealed that uh, Chariot was using this magic for people at shows. And as a result, it was taking any magical possibility or any magical energy on any spectrum of power, quote power, of magic. So that's why Akko hasn't been able to learn is because Chariot literally took the ability away from her heart shattered and um, no, i'm not talking about aqua i'm talking about me yeah. what what how how do y'all react to this moment so my gut was okay there's no way that ursula did this on purpose mm-hmm. that she either didn't know which as we find out um or somehow she like it was like an accident or something i just it didn't sound like it was very characteristic of chariot as a person or even ursula mm-hmm. so i'm i'm thinking why doesn't 
Yeah. Maybe it's just part of who her- Ursula has become because in my mind, Chariot and Ursula are two different people because of who Ursula is now in the present compared with how Chariot was. They just act a lot differently from each other. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, um, I just was wondering why Ursula didn't defend herself at all because I just knew it wasn't completely her fault. And what we later learn, I'm thinking in that moment with Akko, she just basically bowed her head and didn't say anything at all. But mm-hmm. maybe it mm-hmm. is because that's who Ursula has become and she has no, like I hate to put it like this, but no real backbone to stand up for herself anymore. At least right now. It's, it's more of shame, yeah. really. And not not being able to live in your own skin. So by putting on this mask, you're, you're able to go on day to day without thinking of the possible hundreds of thousands of people's lives you could have ruined. And especially mm-hmm. thinking about a world that is in a magic deficit and the power of the Sorcerer's Stone is going down. Being personally responsible for that. That, I mean... Yep. You you are ending a culture, a civilization, a way of life for thousands of people that... Yeah. It's a lot. It's really heavy. Yeah. Super heavy. Yeah, no matter how logically you can kind of separate, okay, well, it wasn't it wasn't technically my doing. She was the one, you know. It, yeah. She did it. It's still, yeah, it was still her doing it. And even if you can logically try to remove the blame like that, it doesn't work emotionally. Like and, you still... and, and something that, that we forgot to mention is um, when Diana and uh, Ursula had their talk... Um, finds out that there's additional power going. Ever since they installed the SSS, there's mm-hmm. been additional power being stored in the Sorcerer's Stone, which makes her freak out. She goes to grab her broom, has a moment of realization, doesn't take it, and runs off. Yep. To which, something I wish that they didn't do, something I, I wish just yeah. happened, was Diana going, Wait a minute, was she affected by the pollen? And I don't remember Diana being involved in the situation at all about the pollen. No. Unless some unless it I, happened in one of those we need to have a talk. Oh, so that's how everything went. Unless yeah, it happened in mm-hmm. one of those conversations, but we didn't see it. We so, weren't clued in on that. Yeah, yeah, so there's a little bit of that disconnect, but also I think that would have been better for the audience because I I had that realization of like, oh no. Oh yeah. Oh it was, the, the it pollen was affected moment. her. And then Diana mm-hmm. went, the pollen affected her. I went, I just said that. You didn't need to tell us that necessarily. <laughs> yeah. But okay. Um, the heartbreaking line of the reason you can't fly is because of me. I mean, any heart pieces that I had left totally shattered it again. <laughs> Dust. <That was> just, <laughs> uh. Especially when it was followed up by a, literally a montage of all what? of the happy moments yeah. that Akko and Ursula and Akko and Chariot have yep. had seemingly Akko's magical life flashing before her eyes before she died inside, much like the rest of us. Yeah. Woo! That's really all you could say. Yeah. Now, I've I've gone on record on this show and on, on personal social media that this show affects me a lot more than it probably should, seeing as I'm as far away from a little girl in a magical school as could possibly be. But, man, does this show know how to tug at you. Yeah. It hits all those buttons. Hmm. Relentlessly. Oh, boy. In two seconds, they were... Uh, Akko and Ursula slash Chariot were basically kind of pitted against each other. Mm-hmm. And now I'm real curious how Akko is going to be once she sees Ursula again. And I, I want it... Just, I want it to be 
one of those moments where like to, to sort of fill in where uh, Ursula didn't have the opportunity to say anything like Croy tricked me this is the other thing I didn't mean to do it I stopped as soon as I found out like she's going to be saying all of that stuff Anako is going to be face down we won't be able to see her eyes and she's just going to march like arms at her sides up and just grab her and give her a big old hug and she's going to be crying and then Ursula's going to cry and then Dave's going to be <laughs> saved gonna be and then we're going <laughs> to it's all going to be sobbing and then that's oh when God. that's when the set like it, the seven star is going to activate and she's going to say the word and the world is going to be saved and magical and energy flows back into the ley lines of the surface and stone Croy will lose all her powers oh and go Croy away. will die and she will die no I'm kidding I'm kidding I'm sorry well, I'm freaking out a little bit I'll be curious too if what happens is that um, after everything Ursula, who is so, like, down and blaming herself and so filled with shame, if Akko will be the one to convince her and show her that you don't have to hold on to that blame anymore. The yep. seventh, and then here, 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 without hitting the noise, the seventh word, I think, will have to do with forgiveness. And that's Akko yeah. forgiving Chariot, Chariot forgiving herself, mm-hmm. Chariot forgiving Croy. And, and everybody just having this realization of of, of everybody who's been pent up with all of this emotion being mm-hmm. able to forgive themselves and each other and Diana forgiving her aunt and, and like Andrew forgiving his dad and, and, and every like the world coming together and just mm-hmm. being better people, regardless of what end of the magical spectrum you're on. We're going to watch that in about a half hour. We're already now. I'm like, so like, really ex- <laughs> But we got another episode to talk about. And before we do that, we want to tell you about iTunes. Now, if you want AfterBuzz TV to do more anime content, you got to leave us some comments on iTunes. And that's not just us. That's the other anime shows that we do and anime-adjacent shows that we do. That's Ruby, uh, Voltron, Attack on Titan, Yuri on Ice. If, if you've watched any of those shows, go, make sure to go back, watch those after shows, leave us comments, that way, uh, that'll show After Buzz that uh, we are interested in that that fans are interested in listening to more anime related content. So please help us out. Uh, even if you're just finding the show right now, always go back. It helps us stay up in in the rankings. Uh, and I would like to thank Tumbling Block for leaving awesome a five star review. My favorite After Buzz TV hosts discuss a hilarious and adorable anime. What could be better? Thank you for the glowing review. We absolutely appreciate it. And actually, speaking of AfterBuzz TV, Becca, if you could do me a favor and have somebody run in the New Directions live read if we're still doing that, that would be great. Anyway, uh, while we're waiting for that, let's move on to the next episode, Yesterday. Now, going from mm-hmm. the thumbnail, I thought this was just going to be all flashback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I figured it would be too. What, what were y'all's expectations? Right. Uh, yeah, I thought we were getting nothing but a full fleshed out flashback mm-hmm. uh, between, you know, all of Chariot's kind of up-and-coming story. Mm-hmm. So. Which we got plenty of. I mean, yeah. in a way, Akko <laughs> yeah. is still missing. Uh, mm-hmm. Diana has the other girls in for tea. Nice moment. Wonderful. Uh, and the girls are like, we have to go tell Professor Ursula. She's like, nah, I got this. Mm, yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, ends up confronting her, saying, there was no Ursula. You're Cherry Dunord, aren't you? Dunord. <laughs> she knew the whole time. About that. Yeah. Oh, cool. Thank you. No words. That's Brianna, everybody. Say hi. Um, so, uh, yeah. We, we find out that uh, Chariot was very similar to Akko in, in the sense that uh, she, she wanted to be a witch that used magic to make everybody happy, but she, was, she didn't necessarily have the best skills. Mm-hmm. But her time at Lunanova helped, and her time with Croy, I would say, even helped improve her 
her standing. Um, what did uh, what did y'all think about Croy and uh, the look at Croy and Chariot's relationship? So previously, we got more of a sense that Croy and Ur- and Chariot I almost said Ursula. That's fine. Same, same person. <laughs> yeah. So um, Croy and Chariot. Um, originally, I wasn't sure if Croy was bad or good because we saw like completely different sides of her, and sometimes she seemed like a really good friend. When we saw this flashback, I made up my mind, yeah, Croy was never a good friend. She was just always bad. And anyone that could do that to their friend and lie to them and mm-hmm. allow them to do something that not only is helping, would help Croy, but do something that would put that person that's supposed to be your friend in a vulnerable position where you know that that would hurt them. Yeah. Worst friend ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Croy was definitely more concerned with being calculating and getting results. She is not not about the caring about what happens to the people around her. Mm. And, you know, that was very clearly <laughs> established. Like, seeing, seeing how indignant Croy got from seeing Chariot make people happy with the shiny rod... Mm-hmm. Like that, even more so. It's like, come on, deal with it. Yeah. What's wrong? Like, people are happy now. The second that, hey, you want to put your magic on a bigger stage? As soon as, <laughs> as soon as the <laughs> agent showed up, yeah, yeah. I was, I was like, creepy too. Yeah. Like immediate warning bells. Yeah. Like crappy facial hair. Uh, uh, <laughs> just like, ah, come on, you want to perform for more people, do you? And she gets an agent. For, okay, I didn't know witches had agents, but I guess there's a first for everything. Um, but we find out that the pressure of doing bigger and bigger shows for more and more people got to her. She was trying to figure out a new form of magic to really impress the crowd. So that's when Croy is like, hey, there's this one that uses people's dreams to make to make bigger and stronger magic. Uh, and she's like, oh, that sounds great. I'll do that. Find out that it was all an experiment. It was all just a way for for Croy to figure out her way to get to the uh, reality-changing magic that she's been after since before Chariot got the rod herself. Mm-hmm. What a... Just a jerk move. What? I can't stand it. Yeah, Not a fan. <laughs> yeah. But then, uh, here's the thing, though, is that, to me, this redeemed Chariot, the fact that she, yeah, she didn't know what was happening... Soon as she found out what Croy was actually doing, she said, "I'm not doing this again." Mm-hmm. So that's part of the reason why I can't understand why she fully blames herself. Yeah, she was the one who did it, but it really like she handled it as best she could when well, she found out. In, in moments like that, you can't like as outside viewers, we can't insert rationale into there because mm-hmm. there's always as seeing how she was freaking out over before she found out about the dream fuel spirit magic just about finding out i i just i want to make people happy people are happy they're counting on me they're, yeah. they 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 want me to make them she put way too much pressure on herself which is which happens all the time so as a result it's it, it's kind of understandable how she let it destroy her especially uh when we find out that out of her frustration and nervousness of uh, what seemingly might have been an early test of the of Croy's noir fuel spirit uh, emotional stuff because we see everybody in uh, a blue tone. All of the eyes are in a blue tone, right. which could have could have been Croy's first 
thing of, oh, emotions. But as a result, she freaks out, does the bow spell, which turns it into a huge bow, fires a very powerful blast, and hits the moon. <laughs> so not only is it the, the personal reminder of getting Akko into the school, but it's mm-hmm. the world reminder of, I did that, and that is a scar on me and on the world of what I did to people. Even though mm-hmm. it's something that only her and Croy know about, because anyone that was there, Croy went and wiped the memories of people, right? Mm-hmm. So it's almost like she has to live in isolation with mm-hmm. this um, scar that she deals with on you know every night. And it's kind of interesting, too, because so many times we've seen her looking up at the moon. Now we kind of know why. Mm-hmm. We understand, yeah, the yeah. pain, like, the feelings that that evoke in her is something way more powerful than just kind of thoughtfully looking up at the sky. Uh, Montserrat in the chat says, Yoshinari, the creator of Little Witch Academia, would also like Trigger to produce a spinoff anime focused on Ursula. Cool. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Or or the Nightfall series, apparently, which um, I don't know if we discussed on the show or not, but I remember when we talked when we last mentioned that just to each other. Yeah. I w- if they do uh, a Nightfall spinoff, I would hope for it to be maybe just an OVA, and all of the characters from Little Witch Academia have parts in the Nightfall series, so that it's sort of like excellent. Yeah, excellent. So but so it's like uh, Susie's dream where she played every part. Yeah. But that I think that could be fun, like putting on a play, yeah. or. Uh, or like the, and we mentioned it several times, like the credits of My Hero Academia where they're doing the fantasy thing, which still want that to be a thing. Oh, always. But uh, as as the moon recovers from her blast, uh, the, the shiny rod crumbles away. And mm-hmm. that's when it's taken from her. And that's when the search for the seventh word stops because she physically can't do it anymore. And we go back to zero. Ah. <laughs> so much there yeah there's a lot there's a lot um one of my favorite things is um when diana confronts um confronts ursula and ursula ursula's like i i'm just i'm real busy right now i got there's something i I have to tend to something really important and diana's what's more important than akko Mm. (laughs) which is a lovely sentiment has grown a lot too and her relationship with Akko has done <laughs> we still yeah. haven't seen yeah. the fan art of uh, Diana as Christine <laughs> of Akko as the Phantom and, and Andrew as uh, Raul so get on that anyway uh, <laughs> completely unrelated but uh, before she leaves she says I'm, dis- I'm disappointed in you not the person who you were but the person that you've become Diana with those burns. Oh, yeah. But as she's leaving, Ursula says to herself, please take care of her. So, of course, she doesn't not care about Akko. She's just got a lot going through her head right, right now. now. Yeah. Uh, a B team is in the room, and Diana tells everybody, hey, so this is how this is why Akko is like this. And uh, she tells it, tells it to them without mentioning that Ursula is a shiny chariot, which is yeah. very, very nice on her part. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't have to do that, but they end up splitting up with her. Diana finds her sitting in the cold. Um, I, I oh, this Susie takes the rod. Uh, Diana takes her card. Susie ends up and at the bridge where they first met. I didn't cry. Yeah. I didn't cry. No, 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 no. Definitely not. I'm an adult. Dry eyes. <laughs> all yes, 
It's hot. Fine. It's impossible to cry. I cannot cry here. It's warm. Right now. Can I just say, too, when, like, right before we get to all that, when Diana leaves Chariot, her last statement to her, I'm disappointed in you, not who you were then, but who you are now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah amazing. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Hi. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, did anybody, was anybody taken a little bit back by how much Lotte was freaking out? No, I kind of expected yeah, her yeah. to. She's got that mother hen, very caring personality. <laughs> she, yeah. What if she's just about. gone? Uh, Susie ends up con- con- consoling her. I was really hoping that her prediction came true. It was like, uh, she's too stupid to be away forever. She'll probably come back sooner than later and just talk about how hungry she is or something. And And I was hoping that when we did end up seeing her, that she'd be like, Can you, I'm so hungry. Because so <laughs> that's her. Um, but Diana and Akko finally have the, the yeah. big hashing out of, mm-hmm. uh, this is where I came from. We find, we find out, even though we kind of already knew, that Diana was at the same show that Akko was at. Uh, she ends up giving Akko the card. Um, wh- what did y'all think of this conversation between the two of them? Well, first, uh, Akko, like she... This is probably the one moment when we've actually seen her looking so down in the dumps like this. Like, she's had other things that were hard for her to deal with, but this moment was so uncharacteristically Akko, but it was so wonderful the way they did it. But when Diana gave her the card, it was... It was what needed to be done. It was, like, the Mm -hmm. nicest thing that she could have done and the one thing that probably could have taken Akko out of the dumps and brought her back to the Akko that we know. Mm -hmm. Especially when Diana shares that it wasn't just the family looking to her for it to survive that brought her to, to train so hard to regain her magical... her from her magical disability, so to speak. Uh, Her magical deficit, uh, I should say. Mm -hmm. But it was Chariot. It, it was Chariot's positivity and want to make, desire to make the world a better place. That was that extra drive that kept her going and made her the, the magic powerhouse wunderkind that she is. Whew. But the, the fact that she was told to leave childish things in the past, that's, that you can't. I mean, we're no. three grown people here talking about anime. What's, what would the modern world be if we had to leave all of the childish things behind? Come on. It'd be horrible. Awful. <laughs> the worst. What did you think, Stace? Uh, I, I mean, I feel like we've been building towards this moment for a really long time. And seeing Diana would be one of the very few people who could truly bring some insight into how Akko is feeling. Like, how downtrodden she is at this moment. Like, her friends would be wonderful at cheering her up and lifting her spirits, but Diana kind of gives her this understanding and this ability to move on mm-hmm. that I think is unique to their relationship. And and speaking to uh, the fandom, being a Chariot fan in general mm-hmm. of, yeah, that it's awful, but I'm not going to let that control me, you know, right. sort of a thing. And especially, um, what did she say? What did she say? Uh, she she says that my experience and my abilities should be proof that you can get any of the power from this experience back and excel mm-hmm. and compliments the magic within her that no one else can rival. And uh, Diana sharing how 
how she felt towards Akko when Akko was doing all of these amazing things with the shiny rod that Diana couldn't even comprehend. All of the mm-hmm. studying that she was doing, but it was the, the it was the power inside yourself. Uh, uh, it rough, just rough. <laughs> uh, Lotte rushes in. Susie rushes in. Uh, Constance, Yasmika, and Amanda uh, run in. And uh, uh, good old boy Chumley's like, ah, here's some tea for everybody. It's free. <laughs> that uh, was funny. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Adorable. Uh, Marcus Corazon, remember when back in episode seven when Diana predicted that Akko would leave Lunar Nova? Well, yeah. Akko goes missing. She literally just leaves. Yeah. Not, not yeah. a bad point out. Straight takes off. Uh, they're fellow Chariot fans. They've got to stick together, says Eastman. And mm-hmm. you know what? I was... It was. It's really silly to look at it this way, but uh, when when I was watching the scene, I was like, "Oh, they're finally going to come together as fans and show the like." There's there's a general understanding, um, and I'm and I'm sure y'all can speak to this too. When you mm-hmm. find out that somebody else is a fan of something that's so close to your identity, uh, and and I'm putting it in the term of professional wrestling because that's one of the few. Uh, even though it's it's coming back into popularity right now, it's one of those. Uh, chapters of nerddom that's still like you watch wrestling it's still, for, for some reason i even have nerds at at, at comic conventions when i was seeing them wearing like a wrestling shirt or whatever like what's that that's weird it's it's bizarre it's still like another fandom thing so mm-hmm. when i find out find other people that like wrestling it's one of those things where it's like oh i can let my guard down with this person how what have your experiences been with fandom and finding like-minded people well you have an automatic kinship mm-hmm. with someone i mean and Let's just talk about uh, Lotte at the Nightfall convention. You know, she's exactly. dressed as the... Va- We're best friends now! <laughs> but that's actually what happens. I mean, there are automatically things that have become so much a part of you. I mean, there are things that I reference every day. And when someone goes, I know what that's from, or like comes back with like the response to it, it's like, hi, friend! <laughs> <laughs> It, it makes you feel good about yourself. It gives you, yeah, something you can automatically kind of go on a deeper level with someone who understands where you're coming from mm-hmm. in that respect. There's less to explain about yourself, too, because someone who, not only just fandoms, but even people that grew up in the same kind of generation, mm-hmm. and, for example, like, someone in the chat earlier, I think it was Montserrat, said, hello, peoples, and my comment was, oh, it's 2000 all, all over again. <laughs> it's because I understand that, because I grew up in the age of, you know, right before the internet became a huge thing, when it was, like, only kids that were like you know like teens preteens like we were just starting to get online and it was kind of like you know it was kind of our thing that like mm-hmm. the adults did not understand so even something like that it's like along the same vein where when you find out someone likes the same thing as you or is from is you know has been in a community or a forum or something that you've also belonged to it just makes it like okay they understand me a lot more than mm-hmm. some random person that has not done this <laughs> it's a good feeling yeah it's a good feeling yeah uh Eastman also following up maybe lote and barbara can share that same sh- kinship one day over nightfall which would be nice that'd yeah, be nice that would be very nice oh let's i mean there hasn't been any audience interaction whatsoever uh, in terms of the actual show so let's just get like an awe like a can awe for the end of the show not sadness oh boy not sadness now no, no. uh akko's feeling better she's got she's surrounded by all of her friends and chumley no offense bro but we don't know any that much about you um, and we're like, cool, maybe things are going to be okay. Never mind. Cut to Ursula marching up them steps and confronting Croy in the lab. The noir fuel spirit is almost complete. And the episode ends with, I'll stop you here and now. 
<laughs> Dang it! Then we gotta stop. Oh, oh boy. I mean, I know we're watching it real soon, but come on! Rough. It's a rough couple of days, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, that that's where we leave the show at this point. There are two more episodes left. Uh, what do y'all? What do y'all want to see? I mean, now that you've explained your your little theory of forgiveness with everybody, and yeah, love, I like I'm there. I, and I would like to see. I actually would like to see Professor Woodward. Like we see, in, we like we saw in the first intro of the flying over and like all of the green magic and just something nice, something mm-hmm. that's like a nice reset, happy ending. Come on, we yeah. deserve it, don't we? Yeah. Happy they deserve it with <laughs> just enough so that we know we can have a season three. <laughs> quote, quote season three depending yeah. on who yeah, you yeah, ask yeah, yeah, yeah. more adventures um, to be had and uh i guess since we have a little bit of time and we'll probably want to discuss a little bit more about plot stuff in the next episode uh the last thing that i <laughs> rock flipped a table at the end of the yeah. thing yeah, right. um so bef- before we go uh trigger has a re- we, we talked about it on some of our first shows trigger has a really big slate coming up they've got three shows that they're that they're currently in production on uh with, at least that they've announced that they're in production on mm-hmm. and they release and they finished little witch academia earlier this year where do we see little witch academia coming back when do we see little witch academia coming back is it going to be an ova to tide us over before we get another season or or is it going to be 2019 2020 I feel like an OVA is not an unreasonable thing to to assume we're getting. Mm. I think something mid next year, we could we could get an OVA. Um, especially, you know, we've gotten little witch OVAs pre this series mm-hmm. booting up, but there are definitely with this kind of setting, there are short little stories they could tell in OVA form. I mean, that's how we got used to all of these characters anyway. Mm-hmm. And uh, they only ran about 25 minutes, so it's only a little bit longer than a, than a trip. Have you gone back and watched them yet? I, I've watched one of them, okay. the, one, the first one from 2013. Okay. Okay. So that was my thought on this, is that so the, the first one was 2013, second one was 2015, then we got the show in 2017. Mm. So I would imagine, and um, Yasmin says the same thing, that about it not coming back till 2019 at the earliest. Mm. That would mm-hmm. be my thought, too, because it looks like everything is, you know, every couple of years. So. Yeah, they spend their time on whatever current project they had. And, I mean, if they worked on straight uh, Little Witch, we wouldn't have gotten... Uh, Kill a Kill or, or any of the other big stuff that they've put out. Uh, also says rumor of an OVA in November. That would be great if that comes that true. Would, yeah. And because it's only one thing, maybe Netflix will release it on time anyway. <laughs> that be something. Uh, oh, yeah. That's true because that? it's been out in Japan a lot longer. So November, I was like, November seems really soon to get an OVA, <laughs> but it's actually really not. Yeah, production probably ended somewhere early July mm-hmm. um, in terms of finalizing, or at least for... For, like, pre-production, everything probably, of, of just regular episodes, everything probably ended in June slash July. Mm-hmm. So then going from that, going, all right, production, you work on that. If you have any story stuff, let us know. But we're going to go work on this OVA that we're going to have out uh, at the end of the thing. Uh, Reckless Corazon, I want a double date OVA between Akko and Andrew and Lotte and Frank. <laughs> Something that I would like better is an o- a double date OVA with Diana and Andrew that are doing it because of family ah. reasons, and Frank and Lotte are there, and Akko crashes. Oh, crashes. Oh. That would be so her. But yeah, she's, like, she's in her mouse form and whatever, and just That's like... She's following them along the whole time. It's just from her point of view following them the entire time. And she time. doesn't see like the whole story. Oh. She, it's just like, what? I made him laugh. 
and she's Diana, and Diana, she shouldn't she shouldn't be feeling proud of herself either way. Um, oh boy, that would be excellent. <laughs> yeah, there there's a lot that. Well, also we're gonna get the game early 2018, which will hopefully tide us over. And then if there's any like DLC attached to that, then that could keep mm-hmm. us going a little bit further as well. Uh, and and then maybe another OVA next year, and then an announcement of of season three. Mm-hmm. There's a lot. I love this franchise. We got potential. We got potential. Yeah. And we're going to talk more about that next episode, which if you're watching live is going to be at 5 p.m. We're going to go and watch the final two episodes of Little Witch Academia, quote, season two, uh, <laughs> thanks to Netflix. But, uh, yes, make sure uh, if you're watching this after the fact, leave a comment down below. Meet us up on Meet us up. What? Find us on iTunes. <laughs> leave a comment. And uh, please subscribe. Uh, so any other anime news that may come through, we'll pass it through to that. And then also leave us a five-star rating because that can allow us to do more anime here at AfterBuzz TV. But <clears throat> until next time, Rachel, where can the people find you? What else are you working on? So um, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram at Rach Goodman or on Facebook at Rachel Ann Goodman. I'm also on the AfterBuzz Ray Donovan panel. We are not meeting tomorrow, but the following Tuesday and every other Tuesday after that, we are on Tuesday nights at 9 p.m. Pacific time. Stacy. Yes, I'm Stacey Shuttleworth. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Stacey Shuttles. I'm also on another show here uh, for the Popcorn Talk Network, Inventory Full, which is our gaming show. We're actually live later tonight at 6 p.m. That's right, 6 p.m. We're on Twitch, we're on Twitter, we're on everything. We do a lot of gaming stuff. Please make sure to follow us at Inventory Full. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at Mark B. Donica uh, right now. Uh, This will be the last after... Well, I do NXT every week on Wednesdays, uh, and I help produce... Uh, Ringside Pop and Xbox 12360. We had Stone Cold Steve Austin in studio last week. So if you're ever a fan of Stone Cold, you want to hear some great stories from the road, make sure to check out that show. It airs every Wednesday. Uh, but uh, yeah, that'll do it for this episode of uh, Little Witch Academia After Show and After Buzz TV. We will see you for the finale. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. later. Views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.